Welcome to the OpenAI Podcast, the podcast that opens up the world of AI in a quick and concise manner. Tune in daily to hear the latest news and breakthroughs in the rapidly evolving world of artificial intelligence. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AIbox. AIbox is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. ChatGPT is an incredible tool, and there's been a lot of rumors going on right now about ChatGPT4, which is essentially the next uh, version of ChatGPT. People are asking when it's going to be released, what's it going to be able to do better than ChatGPT that we currently have. So in today's podcast, we are going to dive into those questions and those topics and share everything we know about that. The first thing I will say, um, a lot of people assume we're on GPT-3 right now. We're actually on GPT-3.5 because GPT-3 is um, a language model uh, called DaVinci that essentially has been available for almost two years now. So um, GPT-3.5, what we're currently on, is what was launched when ChatGPT was launched. And it's you know, it's got a lot of different um, benefits to it. One of that them being that when you ask it a question, it can look at previous uh, responses. It, you know, it's a chat, so it has the whole timeline, the whole conversation, which uh, GPT-3 was not doing very well. And in addition to this, it's also able to learn from other conversations you've had. So if you're having a ton of conversations with ChatGPT, it's actually able to look at all of those and get data and ideas uh, in respo for responses that it's going to give you. So that's something pretty interesting. So as far as ChatGPT4 goes and what to expect and when to expect it, um, it's important to know that OpenAI's ChatGPT series has been at the forefront of, you know, uh, of these natural language processing technologies for years, right? So it wasn't just like all of a sudden ChatGPT got invented and it was a crazy thing and then there's going to be this more amazing version that comes soon. Um, this is something that they've actually been creating many, many versions of this throughout the years, um, and it's just kind of hit a real inflection point with ChatGPT. That's where we saw this mass adoption in the first two months. They had 100 million monthly users, so we really see a big mass inflection, But and a lot of rumors are coming out around ChatGPT4, but it's not like this is some new thing that just hit all at once. They've been, they've been doing this for you know 10 years or more, um, working on OpenAI and working on these language models. So... Um, the latest addition to the series, GPT-4, is really anticipated. It's highly anticipated by a lot of people who are pretty excited to see what abilities it's going to bring. Um, in a recent um, interview, the CEO of ChatGPT, Sam Altman, he said that, uh, you know, he said the ChatGPT-4 rumor mill is crazy and that people that are expecting it to be this massive shift uh, from, you know, being able to do way more than ChatGPT are pretty much setting themselves up for disappointment. It's an improvement, obviously, but it's not like this paradigm shift or this like massive advancement. Um, so GPT-4 is the fourth iteration 
and essentially it uses deep learning to generate natural language responses like uh, ChatGPT 3.5 that we currently have. Um, and they've just built in a bunch of different uh, a bunch of different things to help it become better. And as far as when it's going to be released, uh, there's a lot of different rumors. Um, but I think what's important to know is GPT-2 was originally released back in 2019 in February. And then ChatGPT-3 was released in June of 2020, right? Like I said, like almost two years ago. So based on this timeline, it's possible that GPT-4 is going to be released in the first half of um 2023 and you know some people predicted it was going to come out in the first half of 2022 but obviously that is uh that didn't happen but we did get chad gpt so kind of that like 3.5 version um and as far as what is it's going to be able to do better than gpt3 there's a list of different things uh that they've kind of been working on so number one is better conversational abilities so it's expected to be a lot better at engaging back and forth conversations with users um, hopefully it includes understanding more context, sentence structures, and also recognizing the context and intent of a user when it's talking. Um, and actually, speaking of all of this, the, the real big rumor, which I don't even know if this is a rumor anymore, I feel like this is fairly verified, is that when Bing launches, when because Bing just invested $10 billion into OpenAI so that they can integrate ChatGPT into their Bing search, and when they launch that, which they're saying they're going to do in the next couple of weeks, they already have people testing out um they already have beta people on there you can on the waitlist and they'll let you in and people testing it out are saying that it is gpt4 because they're they're comparing the results of what this bing ai uh open ai chatbot the results it's giving it versus ones uh, chat gpt are giving it and they're significantly better on the bing one so people are saying that that is uh gpt4 and it's already you know, it's already out in the wild for some people to test, but it's going to be ruled out to everyone really soon. So it could be as soon as a couple weeks um, that we actually start seeing that. And as far as the better conversational abilities I was just talking about um, and the better context understanding, intent understanding, apparently the Bing one is actually very good at that. And, you know, people are giving a lot of criticism because apparently maybe this will be something they patch. Maybe there's something that'll stay in it. But apparently um, if you talk to it and you try to get it to like divulge its secrets or a source code or stuff apparently it gets upset at you and tells you like you're a threat or something like that so very interesting um it'll be interesting there's gonna be a lot of people coming up with more stuff but you can you can pretty much google that look up the controversy around it see people's screenshots uh, that they're using it apparently it's gonna be a lot better um as far as knowledge and awareness so it might be better at answering questions and then uh you know providing info on a huge range of topics and also, apparently, it's going to be trained on a way more diverse and comprehensive data set. So pretty much that just means that when you ask it questions, there's a higher likelihood that it will be able to respond accurately um, on a way on a much bigger uh, scale. So something else that people are saying is that it's going to have improved human like abilities. And like I was saying, people testing out the chat GPT and it like, I don't know, it, it like it, it shows like suspicion or like. Uh, it's like upset at you or like things like that, which I don't know if people really want in a chatbot, but I guess it, it does make it more human-like. If you're trying to make it human-like, I don't know. Personally, my opinion is that I don't really want a chatbot necessarily that's human-like. I just want one that's good at giving me good information. But I mean, that's me. Everyone, Everyone's different um, and people's use cases will be different. Like I guess if I'm trying to use this thing to be an AI life coach, 
um, like my AI life coach I have on the self pause app, then a human like response that can show empathy might actually be useful. But even then, um, you can still put in the prompts for depending on what your use case is, you can still put in the prompt uh, how it should behave. So you could say, behave empathetic or behave professional or behave neutral. Like uh, with our AI life coach, you know, we're we tell it to remain, maintain a professional and neutral tone, similar to what you would actually get from a life coach. So I think that's going to be an interesting um, aspect and, and looking at what how that uh, improves with GPT-4 will be pretty interesting. Apparently, it's going to be more accurate and consistent in its responses. Um, so this is going to be done through just improved training algorithms and better data cleaning techniques, right? So obviously, they've had a lot of this data for a long time, but now they're just kind of like fine-tuning it, refining it. Um, and this is all all a lot of manual work that they're just having to put in to make this thing better. So what are some of the potential applications for ChatGPT4? Um, one of them, customer service. It's just going to be better at that. It's something people have been using it from the very beginning for. Um, education, it's going to be now that it's becoming more accurate, more human-like, I think this is going to be a really powerful tool for um, learning, for students, for helping them understand things obviously the uh the level of accuracy is incredibly important we've seen you know with google bards demo their their competitor to chat gpt uh, when they did it it had some false information about the hubble telescope and it crashed their stock price over a hundred billion dollars and i think that really um highlighted to them the importance of making it very factually accurate um Another area that is going to be big, I think, is healthcare. ChatGPT is going to be used to provide virtual health assistance, right? Like, the better this thing gets, the more fine-tuned and the more areas this gets, uh, the more likely it's going to be able to allow patients to ask questions, receive advice, um, or perhaps suggestions that they could take to their professional uh, health, their healthcare professional and get, um, you know, second opinions on diagnosis and treatments and that kind of stuff, which, of course, that's a whole other can of worms I won't get into today, but you can imagine the um, legal implications and you know everything that'll go into that for entertainment chat gpt is going to be a lot more useful i think for creating really immersive um, experiences whether that's video games music movies um, you know chat based storytelling i think it's going to be pretty incredible to see what comes out of that and as far as creativity goes um, and you know the user being able to choose exactly what experience they want social media I think it's going to be able to create a lot more uh, realistic and maybe engaging social media posts for people. You know, people are using this already to write the captions on like Instagram, for example. Um, and again, that is its own whole can of worms of do we want like these AI chats that seem just like humans? Um, so I guess with all that being said, what are a couple potential concerns with ChatGPT? What are some things that we can uh, that we should worry about one of them privacy um and that's pretty much with any ai model and even with what we have with ChatGPT. but there's always concerns about privacy how it's collecting your data how it's using your data how it's taking the data or the questions you give it and training it um so i think it's just really important that we continue to educate people about the importance of like just safeguarding your privacy like don't give it your name don't give it your address don't give it any of that kind of uh Private information, number one, it would, you'd hate for that to be incorporated into the model in any way for training. And also, they do use uh, people to manually review chats. And so uh, there is a person that could read your uh, your information. You just wouldn't ever want to put private information on there. 
So in conclusion, as far as this whole thing goes with ChatGPT or with GPT-4, I think this thing could come out in the next couple of weeks. There is no set uh, time. And I think that this is going to be coming out on Bing, which if you think about it, has massive implications because that doesn't just mean that Bing is, um, you know, going to be the first search engine to incorporate something like this beating Google. Beyond that, it's Bing is going to become incredibly popular because they're essentially front running the most highly anticipated um, AI tool that is coming out today. And the only way to get it is to go and use it on Bing. Eventually, they'll probably have it uh, on a standalone website on, you know, like where you would typically use ChatGPT. But Bing is going to have some massive, um, massive benefits from being able to have that on there first. So it's going to be pretty cool. Um, we don't know exactly when it's coming out, but we do know it's a lot better and we do know that it's coming out very soon. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thanks for joining me on the OpenAI podcast. It would mean the world to me if you would rate this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and I'll see you tomorrow.